From Bregman MD, where we're all about psych solutions, I'm your host, Linda Corley, and this is The Breakdown with Dr. B. Babies born around March 2020 have only known a world gripped in the pandemic. Right now, this generation is being termed as coronials born during the COVID virus. So what does this mean? Let me tell you, Dr. B, how I recently came across this curious term recently on a shoot called quarantine baby. So I'm on a network shoot with lots of kids and there's a mother who has a little girl around two years old and she says, I have a quarantine baby. She's clingy, she's scared of strangers and all my girlfriends, their babies pretty much all have the same problem. What is that? Scared of new environments, clingy to mom all the time between being the, you know, infant stage and toddler stage are serious developmental years. So how is this isolation, doctor, affecting these babies? Yeah, this is a developmental arrest disorder. So one of the things that happens in normal development is something that we call stranger anxiety. And when does it occur? Stranger anxiety develops kind of slowly. It starts to appear around the four months with the infants. They look like, you know, that different caregivers are like strangers. In fact, there's like a difference between in their interactions with the caregivers and the strangers. Stranger anxiety is a normal part of childhood cognitive development. We usually see it also around eight months, nine months. It lasts into the second year. And that's how we also evolve into separation anxiety, which we're going to, we'll, you and I will talk about, uh, okay? Right. So from what I've read, during the first year, the brain of a baby doubles in size. And so it, the, the experiences that you're talking about with other people, strangers, is, is really important for them developmentally and, and all sorts of experiences. So what happens when a baby doesn't experience life outside the house? Now, th this is what we're talking about at this time is, look, we have a plague. We have a pandemic. Uh, mommies aren't getting together, doing all their little groups, like, and, and good groups with, you know, their friends, with their babies. They all got together. We, a lot of us went through all this with our kids. They can't do that. So what happens is, that the baby only uh, recognizes with their eyes and their mouth, okay, in your, the caretaker's mouth, these particular people, like the parents or maybe from very close relatives, but there haven't been others introduced. So what happens is the baby doesn't learn to experience others other than these direct caretakers. What happens is it translates into a problem with separation anxiety, you know, with the, as we move on, you know, two, three, four years of age, and then it moves on to all the transitions that people have, the kids have, going to school for first day. I mean, all the kids get from kindergarten to graduate school, because now the kids are going back to school, they're all affected, they got to meet strangers, 
And it's a major deal about how the people interact. What about parental stress? Okay. You know, it's hard enough to have a baby, you know, especially the first child. Now the parent is working at home, right? Baby is there, um, not getting help from grandparents because grandparents can't come over. What about parental stress? How does the baby inherit that stress? Anybody who's seen babies lately who suffered from having this arrest with the stranger anxiety, take a look at their first birthdays. It's all over the internet. You could see it, okay? There's pictures of it. There's descriptions of it. And what happens is the babies, they have the first birthday, which is a big monumental task, a milestone. And then maybe you have a limited number of people coming over. What we've seen over and over again with these babies is they don't recognize these people, although they're nice to them. They bring them toys. They cuddle them. The kids become inconsolable. They're freaking out. They're clinging to their parents. They can't be calmed. Let's go deeper into this. What about if the child is a little older? So you've mentioned social skills of this baby is not normal. What about language delay? Do we notice that the child is not among groups the same age? They're not speaking, perhaps. Am I wrong about this? Are they at the same developmental stage? And let me stop here. This doesn't happen to all children in the pandemic. This is just a phenomenon that you're noticing. There are cognitive deficits by not being able to go through developmental stages at the right time and negotiating them properly. In other words, and you know, throughout my whole career, I was always like so upset that such important things are laid down in the beginning and, and, and all of us humans have nothing to do with it, okay? So if you didn't really negotiate each of the developmental phases, especially early on, then this is when the pathology is seen and later pathology that we see in different ways. You know, the people, the kids can't go to school, they, don't, they feel awkward, they don't socialize as much. Their cognitive functions are diminished. What we're talking about here is so important in our children's development that we really got to take a look at this right now. So how can they monitor, how can parents, especially new parents, monitor the development of their young child? And and what can they do if they feel like, hmm, little Johnny is a little slow to speak? You know, Linda, the most important thing is not, the parent should really not like overreact uh, and just understand the child's having maybe some, some difficulties and help the child. A lot of the kids, you know, with parents who are really sensitive, you know, to their kids that, you know, aren't getting out enough or they're fearful and they really help the children, you know, their kids, a lot of the kids do well. Uh, uh, okay. But if the kids aren't doing well, those are, are the ones that I, I see. Okay. And these are good parents and it's a developmental issue. That means it has to really be handled very carefully. Okay, so when they feel safe, if they live in an area with very low COVID, 
if the nursery schools are open, do you advise parents to immediately socialize their children with other kids the same age? Absolutely. Linda, this is how the kids grow up. I mean, we all, maybe it's unconscious to us about how we learned how to deal with people and interact with people. Um, it is a absolutely so important to raise awareness and have people do it in a safe way, but to be able to have their children socialize and play with other kids and the parents too. Well, the good news is, and this is something you always say, it's almost like you're your mantra, children are resilient. One of your favorite words, children are resilient. And this doesn't have to be permanent. We can turn this around, as you have just said. You know, Linda, I want to close this with saying this, okay? For all those uh, parents out there that are thinking about having kids now, you know, generally, intelligent parents say, hey, let's like wait until things are going to be like, okay, I want to bring my kid into this. Okay. Now, honestly, we're not mind readers. We don't know what's going to be, but it it seems like if parents are thinking about having kids now, because in nine months, you know, when the kids are delivered, you know, this thing is probably going to be over, we hope. So I think my message is, you know, maybe this is the time for parents to have the kid to think about having their kids, it's it, this is going to be over. It will be over, and uh, our children will be, you know, socialized, and they can play with other kids again, and uh, hopefully, all will be well in the world yes. again. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, speaking of not all being well in the world, if you've been listening to the news, lot of stories about Afghanistan people being airlifted out of their country and being displaced. Now, there has not been a lot of discussion about the mental health of these refugees. And that's unfortunate. Uh, Being displaced causes a lot of suffering. Let's talk about the levels of anguish that many of us will hopefully never know. What are these refugees going through? Hey, these poor people, and these are civilians. You know, we're here. We, we, you know, we don't even can imagine. They've witnessed combat. Uh, mm. They close to dying. Okay, uh, they have acute levels of fear. Okay, that w- w- hopefully we wouldn't even know. Uh, they risk uh, if they stay, they're going to be killed. Uh, the studies show that these high levels of anxiety cause PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And that is what these people are suffering from right now. You know, over the years, there's obviously, this isn't a new story. It goes back thousands of years as people are displaced for political, religious reasons. Let's talk about refugees and immigrants in general and the type of stress they go through. One would be acceptance, right? They're they feel different. They're yes. seen as different. They're not accepted. There's so much going on here. The worry of how I'm going to get a job in this new country to support my family. Let's talk about that. This, this is an age old problem, assimilating into society, this new society, learning, 
learning to dress differently to be accepted, learning a language, very difficult things. You know, Linda, because I practice here in South Florida, I've really been exposed to this issue with refugees all over South America, Cuba, Venezuela, Honduras, I mean, you name it. And I've had to deal with problems with people being refugees in the real time. You know, what I tell them is get a job, stay with your religion. Okay. You could stay with the people, learn the language, get involved, have a purpose. So we have to be very culturally sensitive. And, and I think we need a lot of resources in the community helping the people uh, because they need a, a good start. Well, a lot of us are immigrants. I'm an immigrant family. I'm sure you, and you are too. I know mm-hmm. you are. This is a, a special time uh, you know, that we, we have facing right now with these people. Yeah, acceptance is the is the operative word here to um, accept those that are coming from such tragedy. And we, you know, before we close the podcast, what would you say to parents with children, parents that are coming from war torn countries or places they have to leave because of religious differences? you know, countries that uh, they had to flee, they had to flee their livelihood. Uh, They're going through stress, but they're still parents of children. What is your advice to parents that are coming over into this country to help their kids assimilate? Uh, For the parents, uh, I mean, get together with people that are of similar experiences, religiously, economically, you know, with you, use all the resources of the community because our community is really giving a lot of great resources to them. And just like we have a whole country of immigrants, okay, we're going to be able to help everybody. So the idea is get involved with all the resources that we have, have a good attitude, stick together, and people get through. They have for many, many, many many generations. You and I, as as descendants of immigrants, of course, we're lucky because it's been generationally, you know, we've been able to assimilate uh, and achieve more things. But look what we have done and others do the same. Now's the time for us to, you know, really embrace these people and help them. Yep. Compassion is the key word here. Yes, I agree. Well, always good advice. We've run out of time and I wish you a good week and all our listeners a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you You for listening. Take care. See you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. From Bregman, MD, you've been listening to the latest episode of The Breakdown with Dr. B. If you'd like more information or to speak to one of our top psychiatrists, Just head to our website at BregmanMD.com to book a telepsychiatry visit from the comfort of your home. Hope you've enjoyed our latest podcast. Catch you next time.